0: Thank you guys for joining me. I really do appreciate it and for taking the time out of your day to speak with me. So can you please introduce yourselves, tell me what you do in the band, and tell me a fun fact about you.
1: Oh, Thank me first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hi, I'm Joe, I play bass in the band, um, I like video games Thank and rock her. climbing. I guess that's a fun I fact. Yeah, <laughs> fun Joe, you wanna
2: go? I'm Joe, I play drums in the band. And fun fact: I, uh, I try and play
3: every instrument, so uh diverse, five, I diverse, diverse, everything. I am Josh. I'm the lead singer. Um, fun fact: I do videography and stuff like that, so that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, I'm Tristan. I play guitar. Um, I just write music for artists. So awesome. this is Freddie. <laughs> Hi, Freddie.
2: <laughs>
5: <Hi. laughs>
0: I play guitar
2: and I like to skate, so that's my fun fact, which I think is back. In. All right.
0: So we have a cute little question that was asked at our freshman orientation. It's it's a little icebreaker. Um, if you can be any item in the kitchen, what would you be and why?
3: Um, I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be a blender because um, I get to up budget. Then kinda of like
5: make it all into one in a sense. But kinda of like no the glue to the kitchen. I'll be the knife because it's edgy. Oh my oh, God. God.
1: And I, I'll I'll go with a big bowl because I like cooking like one pot meal. So let's do like the biggest bowl possible so I can cook as much food.
3: I think I'll be ice. Uh, I just I
4: just feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Joe took mine, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> How have you guys been spending quarantine?
4: Uh, studio. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of. Uh, well, over here they in Florida they like kind of very lenient on stuff. So we uh, we've been working at the audio compound where uh, they remember. A that deep uh, workout and uh, just like writing music with some producers, uh, Andy and Andrew. Um, they're really great guys and it's been really fun. Just working on that, uh, working on music videos, trying to like social distance and be responsible as much as we can. So huh. yeah. yeah. Big
3: facts. <laughs> and playing Call of Duty. Yeah. And playing Call of Duty, of yeah. course,
4: yeah. Call of Duty and Fortnite, that's all it is. Yeah, Florida is definitely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't care. Though everyone's like, Let's go to Disney already, let's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're open.
3: Let's take a family trip to Publix, so I don't
4: <laughs> Yeah. Everyone goes to Publix like all like ups dressed ups. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. The Florida man is a real thing, yeah. for sure. <laughs>
0: so my next question for you guys is one um I personally enjoy. <laughs> Um, what is your favorite album in your personal collection? And by personal collection, I mean you physically own the album.
1: Ooh, <laughs> Do I own any CDs? I can go.
2: Go oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Counterparts, You're Not You Anymore. I have, like, two of the uh, vinyls. And, uh, it's just a really cool concept album, if you look into it. Um, all 12 songs kind of run together. It's kind of about him, like, trying to find himself. And um all kind of comes back around at the end to um you're not you anymore that, that quote. So that's probably my favorite album.
4: And yeah, I got a couple of the yeah, That's a great one. <laughs> um, mine is uh Definitely to Temple Butterfly. That's like uh yeah. <laughs> that's like my top three of albums of all time. Just like the message, the poetry of each song and like I'm a music head so uh I love Kendrick and the message it like, stands for and gives, and how it's still relevant, like four years later, like to this day. And it, it, it means a lot to me, also, personally. How about you, Josh? <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, I'll do the hybrid theory from like, the bar <laughs> exam. it's Ooh. just like, so that's, that, that album right there is what really got me into doing the sound of music and stuff like that, just because it's just how versatile, testing my code were is just amazing. Yeah. They can go. Where do you want to go?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh,
5: my favorite album that I have. Um it's a friend's band. I'm at a Yeti app. It's called Camp Yeti.
1: It's really good. Yeah, that is a fire record. How about you, Jared? I don't think I own any CDs. Um, what about Spotify? What's your favorite spot? Spotify. Um <laughs> you I, key, I always end up going back to like Roland okay. K. That's definitely one of my all time favorites. Any Maybe. CD by them. Yeah. So I'll always go back to that.
0: I said I love this question, and the reason why is I feel like the albums people pick kind of say a lot about them in a sense. Like everyone has a certain connection to an album, and I think it's a great representation of like who people are. Super corny, I know, but.
5: <laughs>
4: no, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, cool it's-, it's really true. Like, people, like, personality traits even, like, fall into what music they listen to. So, like, I agree with you.
0: So um, my next question for you guys, it's going to get a little, still a little philosophical, but I'll say why after. Um, How did you pick your respective instruments?
2: I I started on violin because my my mom wanted me to play it. I played that for, like, two months, and then uh, stopped. And then uh, my parents kind of wanted me to play something else. And I always banged on stuff. And then uh, Christmas Day 12 years ago, I uh, went into my dad's bathroom, and there was a drum set. And then um, I was playing pretty much every day since then. And I've just always loved it. They didn't have to force me to play or
1: anything. i play every day. Yeah. I like that.
4: Kind of a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mine is pretty messed up uh <laughs> my, <laughs> my uh my parents it was around christmas time and they they told my brother like he looked like a rock star when we were like kids so we were like 8 and 6 and so they bought him a guitar and then i got jealous so i actually just learned guitar to spite him like my <laughs> it's we we used to like always like want a former band so, like i don't know if you heard of the Naked Brothers Band? Like I show on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh I was my just God. like, yo, <laughs> that that much stuff. So yeah, there's always been music in my house. Um, my dad owned the drum set. I I just been inspired by that way. But my guitar playing came out jealousy. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. That
3: had that heat though. They did. They had. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, I started on violin in third grade. And then I was like, ah, I really hate this. So I moved (laughs) over to the bass in like sixth grade. And I was like, this is cool. Not really. And then I joined the youth group. And then they were like, oh, we need a guitarist. And I was like, oh, I know how to play bass. So guitar shouldn't be that hard. That was wrong. It was really hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I learned guitar and I stuck with guitar. And I've always been singing since third grade. So guitar and singing has always been like hand in hand with me.
4: Pretty much, Freddie. Freddie history. Fred Modo.
5: That's really funny. I pretty much heard Blink One Eighty Two, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds really easy." (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, and I started. I'm like, "Yeah, this is really
3: easy." (laughs) Freddie, you're a hater. No. After that, I was like,
5: "Yeah, the guitar's pretty sweet." I wasn't even really trying to write songs. I was just like, I just want to learn Blink songs, and then I got sad. Some
3: girls didn't like me. I wrote a song I'm like, "Yeah, this is pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> wow! That's and really welcome cool. to pop <laughs>
1: punk right <laughs> here. Um, I I originally started on piano. I jumped between piano, French horn, drum guitar, and bass, and singing. Um, as far as bass, I've always wanted to play bass in a band. And then when they offered me the spot to join this, I was like, "Cool, here's my chance." So happy to be doing that. <laughs> That. <laughs> that. That.
0: That. <laughs> the reason I said it was going to get kind of philosophical is I think the instrument picks the person and the person doesn't pick the instrument.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's That's
3: that. nice. yeah, I didn't like French. That's why we quit violin. To anyone out there who plays violin, it's probably great for you, but it sucks for me. That's like also getting screechy. Sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a lot of screechy noises.
0: <laughs> so I, I think yeah. there's some like connection between people and their instruments or how it happens. As like you guys said, like you went through like a couple of different instruments before you found the one that was like meant for you. So it, I think that's at least my philosophy on that. So.
4: Yeah, for sure. Big
0: So my next question. What is your opinion of releasing an artist unreleased music after they've passed away? Should it be released or should it not?
3: I, I I think it should because someone has literally spent their life, like a portion of their life, to create that body of work. And as an artist, like yeah, we're reserved into ourselves, but we also want to show the art that we are making. So to not release that from someone who's
4: passed is kind of like an insult to their memory. I I think it's definitely situational. Like for mm-hmm. instance, uh, Prince, uh, he like he didn't want anyone covering his music. He said it like before he died. I don't want like any of my music to be unreleased like uh, on oh, YouTube to, or anything. Like, like like he's very like if my art didn't come out while well, I was alive. So if if an artist is saying like don't release my stuff, I feel like we should respect that. Yeah, of course. And it mm-hmm. it shouldn't happen. I don't know. Um, I know a little people. Uh, uh re- recently passed away i know his mom's like kind of controlling like what he released and stuff so same thing with x and um which Just, yeah, yeah so i feel like that if it's through like uh a uh, good intentions, then it should happen yeah, yeah. especially yeah. team and your family
2: yeah
4: also depends like if it's
2: at least somewhat finished Done again i've heard some stuff where it's like I shouldn't have came out because it's just rough. But uh, yeah. a lot of it is actually good music, and I enjoy the. So I think artists should if they're their team and their family is okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. no, I would definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I agree with that. It's it's situational, but um, I think it's like if the artists says, like you know really play music, then honor oh, their wishes if they say no. But it keeps close, I guess.
3: Stay fun. Absolutely.
4: Okay, cool. Yeah, me and Freddie have a pretty much same
0: opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give a bit of backstory. This question did come about because of the little peep songs that were released. Um, Graves said they sounded like unfinished bedroom demos. And then Mac Miller's yeah. Circles came out, which had the consent of his family, and the producer he worked with, the, worked with to release the album finished it. So we think that everyone has different opinions on this and it should be up to the artist at the end of the day. So we want to start a conversation about the concept of artist wills or negotiating this into a contract.
4: Yeah, I have the idea. Yeah. yeah. Cuz uh we our artists don't really get like um like from labels even like just any type of like medical or like uh, for for their art to of, of like like a will of testament. You don't have like things in place to set this, if something happens like, like crazy, like uh, rest in peace of Juice World, like where he just dies on on the way like back home, like it's it, like he didn't know he was gonna gonna pass. So like he has probably all this music, and then it's really the label like owns his music, so they're really in control. of That there's like nothing that can be said through like his family. They if they want to respect it, they can. Or if they don't, they can too. So it's kind of like still messed up. I feel like that's something that like we as artists need to look into definitely is like, where's our music going to go after we're gone? That, that's
3: a big reason why we Lane when independent.
0: It's also like a legacy thing. Because I know like, as a fan, you always want to hear more music. But at the end of the day, the artists have been happy with what was actually released.
4: Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like uh, with the Lil Peep uh, music, it's definitely you can hear like he wasn't in the studio all the way. It's not like finished project of like, a process at all or just like it feels like a little underwhelming compared to what you know he gave his all into like he wasn't like it, so
0: i know it's such a tough question and i know there's so many different moving parts to it but it's important to kind of i know it's like unfortunate that we're speaking about death but um it's just something that we want to bring awareness to since unfortunately we have seen it happen more frequently yeah. in the industry
4: yeah Especially with um like people our age, like it's it's crazy saying like uh like our generation is basically dying before they turn like twenty three or twenty one. It's just like we didn't get a chance to like live and like show our art yet. So I'm I'm hoping like more tragedies don't happen because we lost a lot of great music, I'm sure. So great people too. Yeah.
0: So on that note. If you can change one thing about the music industry as it is today, what would it be and why? Ooh.
3: I would say I would change the fact that labels in the industry itself always keep your master. You have to fight for your own masters, and I don't think that that should be a thing. Like, If you created your music, you should have your music. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah. I, I dislike that so much. <laughs> I I also think... um. Since like labels are fi- fighting to like stay relevant right now, especially with the the huge booming of like digital streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, I feel like uh, labels need labels need like the music industry as a whole needs to figure out uh, how like artists can grow individually and be partners to the artists, not just own the artists. Like being it to get together instead of just like. Hey, and now I own you your image, your likeness, what, what you got coming out. Because we know a lot of bands like some of our friends that sign these like deals and then like even if they sign and like got bought out of that contract, they like the old label still owns their likeness and it's like crazy. It's like it's like a slave deal or something. It's really crazy, yeah. man. So that's something I wanna change for sure.
5: That's, yeah,
4: yeah, that's, that's trash
5: activity. Also, I guess like being able to own your likeness and everything, like they don't people shouldn't be like owned like that.
3: Back to what Tristan said, I
5: mean, late
3: days. Yeah. 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 Okay. Pretty much. So, right?
1: yeah. yeah. The other thing I would add is, like, the concept of, like, a 360 deal, or just, you know, like, the band is... I mean, it ties into what you're saying still. It's just not really making sure the artists are taken care of. Um, you know, the label takes them under, but you get the concept of a 360 deal, where it's, like, they don't own anything, they don't make any money. Um, The label gets a piece of merch, touring, digital sales, legal sales. It's just like, you know, how's the artist going to come up on top? It's just like if the artist actually, like, is successful, the label is successful, but the band is still struggling. So how can they create music if they,
3: you know, can't eat or can't afford? Um, necessities yeah nothing i would say that <laughs> music labels please add health care to your contracts, bro yes so, like we on tour for how long and we eating taco bell all day there's gonna be some problems <laughs> <up> real soon <laughs> so health bro
4: yeah there de- definitely needs to be like so, some some reparations for that because even like mental health count- counseling i feel like that Sometimes labels want artists just to be like, hey, go do these drugs. Go do, go be someone you're not. Go, go fake it. And then in we'll mental, eat. yeah, specific example of that, like the labels like handle, handing him drugs. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like a really messed up system.
0: Honestly, I didn't have any idea that the labels own the masters. That's interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's a big to It's heavy on the deal, but. Yeah, Usually, probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. You can look up artists like Taylor Swift. He's still fighting for her masters. Um, yeah, Michael know, Jackson, Jackson fought like his most of his adult life for his masters. Got him and then died. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> so it's crazy.
0: I think that's something that also needs to be discussed more. This whole thing, even the healthcare aspect. Like, again, no one's spoken to me about this, and I think it's super important and probably should be discussed more so thank yeah. you guys for bringing it up
4: I, I feel like as artists and like the community is starting to get more vocal uh anyways like with the leaders of the community, like Tory Lanez um Joe Budden like people like that that are like kind of OGs in the game and saying like that ha- have been through so much and they're like this needs to change like this is insane so mm-hmm. we like I listen to like a lot of podcasts and they uh, they talk about this so much and it, it just gives you a wealth of knowledge, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I
3: think, like, Cody Lanes is a part of a major, major label. Yeah. And he's taught just to get out of that just so he can have his own
4: free mind, yeah.
3: his own, his own free will.
4: I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, labels can still be important today. It's just, it has to be a partnership. You're going in together. It can't be like, I, you own me and then, like, If it doesn't, like, sometimes they won't even release you, so there's a lot of messed up situations that can be fixed.
0: Earlier, someone mentioned streaming services. What are your opinion of streaming services like Spotify?
4: Um, Me personally, uh, because we're so an independent band, uh, Spotify has helped us greatly, Um, putting us on editorials uh, with the, I think it's Discover Weekly, the radio playlist like that. We, off of, like, no budget, um very new band we're still like a year into this so um we basically have um i think around 500,000 streams and uh over 100,000 or close to 200,000 different people listen to our music and that's with no budget so that's insane to me and it's gonna it keeps on growing like we're seeing our new song we just released um like earlier this year outside it's like exploding even now so like it's a great thing for independent artists and I can see the major label artists also have a benefit to it being the cover of editorials and Spotify likes to keep it still fair like independent artists like us can still be like on the cover or still be on editorial so yeah I feel like I like Spotify and I use it and
2: I agree with he said the only thing I wish streaming services as a whole a bit more (laughs) but that's not a that's just streaming in general, it's not specific, Yeah, uh, Spotify or anything like that. Yeah. But I do think it's a new, definitely the future. It's just yeah. a simple subscription, everyone can do it. Yeah. And the uh, play itself out a lot with us getting the hits on stuff that people might not
4: heard, but they'll like because it's uh, in their style. So, the DSPs are definitely like evolving and like it's gonna, I feel like it's on the right path and they're. Finding ways to pay more artists more. Um, I, I feel like it's a great tool for independent artists to use and like focus on. I feel like that's the strongest tool for a new band to focus on. So
0: So where I am there is no scene. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> lying. I wish I was. <laughs> There's like one venue, if you're lucky, that it's not even a venue, it's a okay. bar that will let a band play on a Friday night. If you're lucky <laughs> it's so terrible.
4: Oh, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah we have
4: spoiled. I, I think that uh, I can see how that one venue would cause a big problem because the promoters were just like, can book? Oh, they have big multiple listeners." But over here we have like, like five venues just like right next to each other. So like a hip hop show, would be going on a metalcore show, a pop punk show, and then like at small Uncle Lou's. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what a show it goes to. Yeah, it's two on the
2: same night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're landing problem. <laughs>
0: okay. I wish that was a thing here. Um, I normally have to tr- travel to Jersey if I want to see a show. And they're normally bigger no. shows at like Starland Ballroom or like Stone Pony. Because that's that's what we have here.
4: See, that that needs to
3: change for yeah, sure. Right. You yeah. do need, need a co in an area that just opens the venues like, yo, we're doing this.
4: Yeah. I mean, music venues are definitely important for like the community too. It's like something for people to do and, like, have a safe place to, to be. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So I also bring this up because, as I said, there is no scene. And um, School of Rock was filmed on my campus. And it's upsetting that it's such an impactful and inspiring movie, yet we don't have that vibrant community here.
4: Yeah, that, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, that, that's uh, crazy. That That movie was, like, I'm not going to lie, that movie inspired me. I wanted it to be, like, Jack Black. Exactly. <laughs> just, like, starting a band. And I was, back in the day, I was really into, like, uh, like hard rock and, like, things with Bad Blood Zeppelin. So, like, I, I can't believe. I feel like um, because that movie so, is so rooted in rock, and rock is kind of, like, in this weird, specific bubble where it doesn't know what to do with itself. So, it's not like, like, you have bands like Greta Van Fleet that are just, like, uh Bringing back the old sound and then you have bands that are just like it sounds like they stayed in this completely pop bubble, and there's not a lot of crazy things like um and yeah, and then you have uh, like some bands like a specific one, Bring Me the Horizon, who is doing new and innovative things, but they're all the way in England. Like all the cool stuff in rock is happening. Yeah. In the UK. It's yeah, Australia, it's yeah, so yeah.
3: overseas.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean a uh, a day to remember is making a really cool like album that I feel like is uh, rock inspired um that there are they, but they're just bigger bands there's not like a lot like if you're a kid right now you're the main genre on, on earth is hip-hop so and it's so easy to make a beat like you just download uh fruity loops uh with the reaper whatever the whatever, whatever it is you, you download it you make the beat and it's super easy and it's like back in the day where you just pick up a guitar but you're picking up. A beat machine on your computer what you already use like throughout your day yeah, so yeah then you use
0: can you please describe your sound for me in three words
2: yeah do it bro
4: um your <laughs> <three> words <laughs> <laughs> next generation punk for okay. sure the new, wave. the new wave yeah yeah we we combine elements of hip hop, uh, pop punk, emo, even like EDM. Like we're really uh, we only have a, a small bit of music out, but we are releasing music very soon. But we we're, we we want to be pushing punk, pop punk forward. So the new gen of punk, for
0: sure. I like what you said that it's not just like one genre in specific. Like you guys are crossing so many different genres and. That kind of brings me to the point of I don't think genres really exist anymore. They're the lines are becoming so blurred nowadays, and I love the fact that you guys are like experimenting in these different areas to try to like hone in on your sound, which I think is fantastic, because um, y- your band doesn't sound like any band I've listened to before.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> more... <laughs> it's funny because like um, you see a lot of rappers using a lot of rock influenced songs like juice world for example yeah a lot of that and then like i think like you were the ones who came up with like yo why don't we just flip the script that's where you got it from yeah (laughs) Uh, let's flip the script let's let's start using other genres and mix it and make it our own and that's kind of like how we started to really
4: push the wave earlier how we were talking about like how there's so much music here so much like variety hip-hop metal and you don't know where to go and like people here in Orlando are like so open to different genres, and so since we're like a melting pot, we felt like the best way to represent our city and who we are uh, is being like different in, in individuals in this uh, like pop punk genre. What well we we really like the honest truth is like no one knows what we are. We're just like we're just trying to figure it out, and we're just music making music we like, but. We still have that umbrella. We like pay respect to.
0: So I really do love the fact that you said that. Like it's like this umbrella term, and there's so many different factors that go into it. And the layering process for your songs. Are you? I'm just gonna out of curiosity. Like, how does your production process work?
5: Freddie. <laughs> hey, Alright, so the way, the way we production like meaning like how we write songs. Yeah, yeah the layers. Songs. Okay, so. We start off with a bass, bases of a guitar and drums, or it really starts off with anything. It could be like a splice sample. We use lots of splice, Then we like to modulate it and turn it into cool sounds. But as far as layering goes, we do a whole lot of stuff. We have like really cool VSTs, like gross beat, and this other thing that like makes us makes it just like makes everything sound better. We want to
4: the sauce. So to any bands uh, that are listening, uh, Retro Color. Yeah. Is <laughs> bad, <you
5: know>?
4: <laughs> <laughs> our producer's gonna get mad he's we'll like hey don't talk about this
5: <laughs> I, I i feel like <laughs>
4: i feel like banish and uh like experiment more especially uh in drawing but Freddie, uh me and Freddie basically like we bring all we can into some music like we take we scrap songs like pretty much every day yeah. like like we write as much as possible and we bring it to josh who uh we write lyrics together and now we have uh the other two joe and jared who, Monsters. Like, Joe, these <laughs> <you> guys are <laughs> problems. Joe is amazing. Joe is like, one of the best drummers I've ever heard in my life, and I'm really thankful to have him in the band. Um, and Jared is such like on point person, and would do anything for his band. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's really yeah it, it's really easy to make music and then be different with this lineup. So yeah, for drums I'm only just doing
2: Cubase and then You'll, uh once we get to the studio as record your drugs. But we pretty much do everything in the uh, DAW. We don't really write in real life. Yes.
4: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like demo wise, and then we'll come together and kind of touch it up as a band. Yeah. I, so, I think that process. definitely played in since like uh COVID nineteen happened. It happened the same time we kinda changed like uh this is like our new lineup and like we haven't had a chance to like get together and write. So we've been like Send each other like mu- music uh, demos, and then we get to together in like small, like little groups, and then like write out the music. So definitely, that uh, virus definitely tried, like changed the way we wrote music completely. It helped us in a sense. It helped us a lot, actually. Yeah, it helped us write better music.
3: Thanks. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, what is your favorite part of a song that you've written?
3: Uh, outside, outside of pumpkin eater. <laughs> right, pumpkin eater. Like
4: um. I would say uh, outside our newest song is really important because we finally bridged the gap between hip hop, pop, pop punk, punk, and emo all in one, and it sounded like a cohesive uh, vision, and that's what our sound is going to be moving forward. So that I feel like that whole song is like important to me. And I, I remember I wanted to, I was going through something mental health wise, and I wanted a, a vision like the lyrics uh, on the outside look okay, but Drawing on, I wanted people to connect to that and have a, a voice for, to like connect to that song. So how about you, Freddie?
5: My favorite song that we have currently out, probably October. Ooh. I really like October because it has a nice, there's a section that kind of sounds like the nineteen seventy
4: five. Shouts out to Maddie. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> <is. It's> <laughs> like yeah. Too
4: much. <laughs>
3: no, I'm, I'm still saying meter man. I just love the way how Pumpkinator flows. I kind of like poured the emotion into that one. Yeah, yeah. I like go with
1: outside as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say outside as well. I, really I like outside. <laughs> outside the bangers, this is banger though. That's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: So my friend Ben really loves your band, and <laughs> he, he showed me you guys and was like, you have to listen to this song, and it was i normally never remember my first impressions of an artist which i know is terrible <laughs> which is really bad um but i remember listening to your song for the first time
3: so which song was
0: it o- it was outside hey.
2: Hey. 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 there you go shout
3: yeah.
5: out ben outside
0: it was nice to have like a connection of like a time and a place like so like now when i go back and listen to it i kind of have that memory which is a nice little thing to have oh, yeah. thank you
2: so much that means a lot. Okay.
0: you guys are hypothetically in the van and you're traveling to a show what are three songs that must be in the playlist
4: all right, first of all, mm-hmm. Freddie's not answering anything. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sean, Sean, Sean,
4: Sean. <laughs> Sean, Sean. Sean we're, we're just going to scoot this.
3: Uh, yeah, I play, I play. One of my songs, I have
4: to say day Yeah, Boobmans. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we all agree on that. Yeah. I think Freddy can agree on that. On day Come on. No, I actually <laughs> can't. I, oh, bro, Freddy. Freddy. Yeah.
5: I can't. I can't. I can't.
3: I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't.
5: I can't. 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 I i can i can not not going on. Oh, it's oh,
3: yeah. uh, gonna be Chon, Chan Chan Desmond.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay, two, two, two more. Um, um something humble. Uh, yeah, bro.
0: Something by 1975. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. we need we need a
4: 1975 song.
1: Uh, uh love it, we made. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> <we> made it,
4: <laughs> yes. It's a good oh, one. We have another good one,
1: bro. <laughs> no, it's like the one where the music video—he has that hat. Oh, oh um, Sincer- love- sincerity, yeah. uh, sincerity is scary.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, Joji. A Joji song, Slow Dancing in the Dark. No, not vibing. With it.
3: Oh, yeah, I like we're not We're about oh, to man. fight. Hold on. it. I What's song that we listen to on the was a lot of music. That was a lot of music. Face. It's OK. Blue <laughs> hmm? Blue
4: face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Blue
4: face. <laughs> <laughs> Blue,
3: um, probably a Juice World song,
4: honestly. Yeah, Juice World. uh, Robbery. Robbery, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah, all right. They're, they're, our is.
3: three songs are... Daylily,
1: Love It If We Made It, Robbery. <laughs> oh, man, These for Nothing Nowhere.
0: Though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> whoa, oh, no, Nothing, <laughs> nothing <laughs> Nowhere! We'll do, <laughs> we'll do four, we'll do four, just say them one more time. <laughs>
4: all right, so, it, Daylily, yeah, uh, uh-huh. Love I It love If We Made it. it. Yeah. What was the last one? Oh, Robbery, Robbery. robbery. Ro- robbery. Hammer, Hammer nothing, yeah. nothing, nowhere. Yeah, Awesome. And then Freddy's trauma back. And like, like, then buddy. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the and
5: Freddy plays
4: play
0: the song. Dude. song Wait, am well, I allowed like, to ask where Freddy doesn't have a
4: side? <laughs>
5: yeah, they don't. Have uh, no, anymore. no. We're, we're
4: gonna <laughs> we're gonna explain real quick. <laughs> yeah. um, every time we do those long drives Ooh. to like wherever. I'll wake up, and I'll just hear, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: Sean, dance Cameron dance, the really high-pitched voice, which I like some of their music, but Freddie will run through 20 songs, and I'll be like, Freddie, did the song change? <laughs> and he's like, no. So, yeah. I mean, Freddie can run through uh, a song. Five songs? I three songs? Three. You get one, bro. <laughs> 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 Splash
5: by Sean. That's it? All right. No, I got three. Right. now we get splashed by Chan. We're gonna do <coughs> KFO by Animals as Leaders. Okay. Okay. Oh, just, just to be annoying. Oh, no. <laughs> what would my third song, dude?
3: Bubble Dream by Chan. Oh my. There you go.
4: Next. I like you said, Chan. <laughs> yeah,
0: Thank you. Next. <laughs> that was priceless. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> So uh, what music are you currently listening to? I asked this to expand my own horizons of what I should probably also be listening to.
3: I listen to a lot of unknown artists. I'm for it. (laughs) Uh, There's this uh, YouTuber named Cameron Sanderson. He's really, really dope. He's really good. Uh, That's one, I would say Keshi is another good one. He's dope. Oh, yeah, Keshi's really dope. of the
4: time, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you, these guys are kind of popular. Uh, Nothing, nowhere is like really pushing a great sound. Uh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Eden, I don't know if you know that too. Yeah, 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 he's, he's really, really he's a uh, he's a great artist. You should check him out. Yeah, Any Eden? Eden. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Joe. <laughs> Eden's really good. He's uh kind of like a pop. Um, Where's he from? Ireland. So it's like, it's pretty cool, different. Um, uh, shout was always in our playlist. Uh, you probably like meet me at the altar. We always yeah, bump them, yeah. for sure. So they're great pop punk fans. And I didn't remember. not remember. What's <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Freddy? You got all the math Rock fans? Sean, Sean, okay, Sean. I guess if I get a math Rock fan, yeah.
5: this town needs guns. This time these guns are really good, man. <laughs> um, and our friends, I'm and Eddie, they're really good. I'm um, wearing their pins. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> <And we're
3: laughs> closer, you get to see the pin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: pretty cool. Oh,
5: right. <laughs> so Yeti in the bathtub.
4: Yeah. Oh, Kaunashi. Yeah. yeah. is dope. Yeah. But
1: yeah, what you listen to, Joe?
2: uh a lot of the stuff all over the place Counterparts, i always listen to a lot of mm-hmm. uh you guys have absolutely uh a lot of uh, melodic hardcore kind of stuff uh the devil is proud
1: of his new album you're listening to so uh any stuff like that yeah um I've had this new band called Nightly that I've had on repeat that reminds me of the mix between the 1975 and Copeland um, for them, um, and then I've also been listening to an old favorite called Number One Gun that not very many people know, but I love all the music that he put out even when he kind of disbanded like years ago, and. 1975 is always <laughs> on yeah. Yeah. Also, Grieve. Solo, yeah, there's yeah. a
4: the biggest metal band in Orlando. Grieve is like <laughs> they're uh, they're killing Shotgun. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a uh, if you like metal, that's the band to check out for sure. It's, we have a ton of good bands. Yeah, the there. the whole scene is like crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, we're all popping off.
0: <laughs> so based on like the artists that you guys listed, I do have some artists I need to check out. <laughs> It's always fun for me because like some people say all the artists I listen to and I'm like thank you (laughs) like this is helpful but it's it's nice to be introduced to new music because i still suck at home (laughs) so still living that yeah Yeah. okay what musicians inspire you to be a better musician
4: oh wow (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Maddie Healy. <laughs> um, nothing Nowhere. He's a big inspiration right now. Um, I would say uh, Andrew Wade. He's like a big producer behind the scenes that just like, we got to write a song with him and it was crazy how like how far ahead he was and just like creative thinking and stuff. That was really inspiring. Um, Neck Deep, Real Friends. I mean, the list goes on and on, but, uh, it's just like I'm inspired by a lot. Kendrick Lamar, for <laughs> sure. And like all the things so yeah. I think for me, vocally,
3: um, I would say rest in peace, uh, Chester Bennington, definitely his range is just ungodly. Um, Derek Sanders from Mated Parade, Tyler Carter and Michael Jackson. Like I'm always trying to like be at the top tier level with that. So that's yeah, Drogla is
2: uh Travis Barker, of course. I used to always watch him uh, when, when I first started. Um, and then pretty much all the pop-punk drummers, uh, the stories so far, uh, a, lot, a lot of those bands have really good drummers that inspire me so,
1: as yeah. um, As far as like, basses that inspire me, a lot of the music I used to listen to, like the band May, um, and then the newest lineup of Miro, so like I've been taking a lot of inspiration, based by from them. And then there's just so many other musicians that I just kind of like blank, trying to name them all, but there's just so many that inspire me. I mean, like, hey, The Lion always been one. A European band called Normandy, because I don't remember its first name, but his vocal range is absolutely insane as well. Um, yeah, just anybody that writes music with meaning and passion that reaches out to people like that means awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mario from Chon, everybody in Polythia, uh Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance, the guitarist, Do- or Donovan Morello from Hail to Sun, he's the drummer. Uh, Jose Navaske from Animal Leaders, like those guys. Just like I heard them play, and I never took lessons, and I was like, wow, I should actually really try to get better. <laughs> and then. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I'm not that good at guitar, but I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't. Freddy. Freddie, you need to
3: chill. So Freddie's um, <laughs> a liar, also. Yeah. <laughs> An- another thing, um, another type of artist that I listen to to get better to. Believe it or not, it's funny whenever I say it, but it's so true. Anime theme songs, yeah, <laughs> because they are beast. Yeah, they're really good, like top notch, like songwriting. All I to say and then from P.C.A.M.D. crap. <laughs> Another one? Billy <laughs> Alice I <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, Billy Alice. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But more for the stuff, like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, maybe I nice. can hear the, like. But I still kind of bring that kind of bounce on the drums.
4: Yeah, Phineas uh, is definitely a genius. Um, oh, yeah. The people behind the scenes make a lot of the records happen, and Billy Alice is, like, one of the most talented people, like, I've ever heard, so really cool. But, yeah, that. I for
5: mm-hmm.
0: Now my last question for you guys is what are your goals for 2020 now we can do the year or the decade because the year's kind of been canceled.
4: I think our goal uh, is definitely to grow as Ben where we have a, a large enough impact where we can um, do uh more damage in a a positive sense of like like showing people like come protest here or like donate to this organization having a bigger voice where we can use our platform for better things in life so that's definitely a big goal of ours that's why we want to be uh grow as like artists and as our fan base so we can like our art we're such a a diverse uh group of musicians um and a diverse. group of people and like culture. So I, I feel like we represent uh, something that's bigger and we, we definitely want to use our platform as like positively as we can. So, yeah,
0: nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a, such a pleasure speaking with you guys. Um, y'all are so nice. So thank you. Um, I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you yeah.
1: so much. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank,
4: thank you. you. Okay,
0: enjoy the rest of your night.
4: Yeah, you too. too. Bye. Thank you.
0: Bye.